Hallelujah. 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 Glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You are my God. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Mighty God. Thank you, Jesus. And certainly we thank God for our praise team. Come on, let's give God a praise for them. In the name of Jesus, singing so wonderfully, blessing the Lord. Glory, hallelujah. God is so good and so worthy to be praised. Glory, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. We are here. Amen for prayer and scripture reading. Amen. We have to stand with us. Hallelujah. As we go before the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. As we look to the Lord. Lord Jesus Christ, we do thank you. And we praise your wonderful name, God. We thank you for this day you have given us, oh God, to come. Amen. To worship you. We thank you for your grace and mercy. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for how you watched over us during the night. And you woke us up this morning in our right mind. A mind, oh God, to come to this place together and lift your holy name, God. We love you, oh God. We know you love us, oh God. We give you praise, Jesus, for you are wonderful. Oh God, hallelujah. How you keep us going in the right direction, oh God. Even sometimes our feet want to take us in a different direction, oh God. But you speak to our mind, oh God. Tell us, oh God, hallelujah, the right way to go. And we praise you for that. Oh God, you're so wonderful, God. We ask you, oh God, to have your way in this place today, oh God. As we come looking to you, oh God, the author and the finish of our faith, oh God. Bless us real good, oh God. In the name of Jesus, we give you all glory. And God, we ask you, oh God, to save somebody's soul, oh God. Bless somebody, they come running, asking, what must I do to be saved, God? We put everything in your hand, Lord. Have your way today. In Jesus' wonderful name, amen. Glory to God. Amen. Turn with me, please, in your Bible. I'm going to read in your hearing Psalms number one. Hallelujah. Psalms one. In the name of Jesus. It reads on this wise. It said, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stand, standeth in the way of sinners, nor setteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doeth he meditate day and night, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff with the wind driveth away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment nor sinner in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word that we may live and grow thereby in Jesus' name. Come on, give God a hallelujah praise. Glory to God. Hallelujah in Jesus.
Yeah, put your hands together, put your hands together. It's, it's offering time in the house. Who's excited to give? We're excited to give God what belongs to him. We're going into that part of worship where we honor him with our increase, with our substance, uh, what belongs to him. Uh, so we ask that you go into your places of money uh, and prepare your offering, prepare your tithe, uh, and stand with us as we pray. Let us pray. Father, we love you, we thank you, we honor you on today, oh God. We thank you for this opportunity to give what belongs to you, God. We thank you for this opportunity to worship you with our increase, to give you, God, what is already yours. Father, we know that this is good soil. So Father, we ask that the offering and the tithe that goes before you today, oh God, is planted in good ground that is watered, oh God, that it abounds in harvest tenfold. In Jesus' name, amen. We ask that you uh, follow the instruction of the usher and turn to the wall. If you need uh, to give uh, with your credit card or e-giving, um, that'll be done in the back in the social hall.
Hallelujah. Lord, we lift you. We lift you up. Glory to God. Come on, let's give God one more praise for the praise team. Glory. Hallelujah. They're blessing us wonderfully on today. Glory to God. Amen. Certainly, we thank God for you. Praise God being here today. Amen. And you as well as watching by um, YouTube uh, live stream. Praise God. We thank you for being with us today. Praise God. As we continue in celebration. Amen. Of our pastor's 10th anniversary and also his 60th birthday. Amen. Glory to God. Come on. Give God a praise for him in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. I know he's feeling real good. Amen. It's 60 years in one day now, but we thank God. Hallelujah for him in Jesus' name. Praise God. Amen. We are here to celebrate. Amen. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. God is a keeper. Hallelujah. He'll keep you if you want to be kept. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. And I believe we all here have a mind to want to be kept by Jesus. What a wonderful Savior. Hallelujah. Can't nobody do me like Jesus. Glory. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Amen. We are so glad to have with us today. Praise God. To bless God. Amen. To Amen. Hallelujah. Celebrate with us. Amen. As we, amen, honor our pastor. Praise God. Amen. First lady. Amen. And 10 year celebration. Praise God. We have, amen, Ella Davis Hollis Jr. Amen. All the way. Glory to God. Come on. Yes. Yes. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Wonderful. Glory to God. Amen. Praise God. We haven't, we haven't seen him in person. Amen. It's been about two years now, but we do see you online. Glory to God. Amen. <laughs> Amen. He's still, still visible. Praise God. Amen. Out there online in the name of Jesus. Amen. He's already from Logan Park Assembly of Christ Church. Amen. Gary, Indiana. Glory, hallelujah. He's here to be a blessing to us, amen, in the name of Jesus. Come on, put your hands together, praise God, as we receive David Hollis in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Lord. Jesus is all the world to me, my life my joy, my all. He is my strength from day to day. Without him, I would fall. When I'm sad, to him I go. No other one can cheer me so. If I get sad, he makes me glad. He's my friend. Is he your friend this morning? Oh, hallelujah. I am thankful to the Lord for the benefits that he has bestowed upon us. The Bible teaches us that daily, daily he loadeth us with benefits. When you're young and you seek employment, you just want to know how much are they paying. When you're new to the career field, you just look at rate of pay. But after spending some time in the corporate world, you understand 
it's not just rate of pay. You also want to know what are the benefits. I'm thankful to God that God doesn't just pay well, but he's got great benefits. And we can testify, hitherto hath the Lord helped us. It has literally been over 700 days since I was able to stand in this pulpit and on this platform. It's been almost two years to the date. I remember we were concerned that Sunday morning that the authorities would run us out of here because it would be too packed that Sunday night. I remember being at the hotel and all food services were discontinued. They weren't cleaning rooms every day. You had to request for them to come into your room. We had no idea two years ago, almost to the day, what we would experience. For many of us in our generation, it was unprecedented. It had never been experienced before. There are some who have uh, lived to be 100 plus. It is their second pandemic that has hit this country. But I'm grateful to God that through it all, he brought us through. Not too long ago, I went driving through my old neighborhood, the hood I grew up in. And while driving down the street, I saw a friend of mine that we went to school together. I blew the horn and I put the car in park and I jumped out. And he said, Dave, dude, you made it. And I had to think about what he was saying, but it, it's been so much death. And I hollered back at him, hey, dude, you made it. And while we were hollering across the street, Another guy that we went to school with came out on his porch. He's like, yo, I made it too. When I walked in here this morning, that's how I felt. Whole time out. When I saw Bishop, I just wanted to holler, you made it. You made it. Yo, you made it too. Whole time out. Oh. Can you do me a favor? Just find somebody you can talk to. If they stuck up, don't even bother with them. Find somebody that can relate and say, yo, I made it. <laughs> Through many dangers, toils, and snares, I've already come. It was grace. Grace brought me Eramasa. Koriasoto. Bankiriasa. Amohote. 
Grace brought me this far. I've cried. I've been nervous. I done got temperature checks. Woo! But he brought me through. Some of y'all had COVID. Some of us thought we had COVID. Some of y'all ain't took so many vitamins. Elderberry, zinc, vitamin C, vitamin D. Vaccination boosters. But here we are. Having obtained help from the law. Church, don't you minimize what God just brought you through. I've learned that whatever God blesses you with, make a big deal about it. If he bless you to find $10, make a big deal about it. If you find 50 cent in your pocket, make a big deal about it. If God brought you through a pandemic after thousands upon thousands of people are gone and you still here, you better make a big deal about it. Oh! Oh! You ain't got to go back to 1975. You ain't got to go back to 63. You ain't got to talk about what he did in 57. I can tell you what he did in 2020. I can tell you what he did in 2021. I can tell you what he's doing right now in 2022. Tell somebody I got an updated testimony. I had to update my resume. He done done some more things for me. Woo! Some of you didn't understand the precious breath of life. You breathe God's air and you don't even tell him thank you. Oh, but now, Oh, but now, every time you cough, in the name of Jesus. I was on the airplane and a guy sneezed on the plane. The whole plane turned around. Church. Some of y'all wake up every morning sneezing. But for the last two years, every time you sneeze, oh Lord, in the name of Jesus, is it me, Lord? Come on, Fred Sanford, this is the big one, Lord. This, this is it, oh. He has brought us from a mighty long way. In my chaplaincy training, 
they taught us as chaplains that we're not able to use words that could be misunderstood or transposed or translated incorrectly. So when we have to do death notices, we're not allowed to say, your loved one has passed. As a chaplain, we're not allowed to say, your loved one has transitioned. We're not allowed to say, your loved one has gone to a better place. We have to use very defining words, like dead. For the last two years, I can't tell you how many times I had to use the word dead. Some people, when you say your loved one has passed, they say, what test did they take? When you say your loved one has transitioned, where are we taking them to now? When you say your loved one has gone to a better place, but I didn't give consent for them to go to a nursing home. After two years of having to use the word dead consistently, it feels good to be in a place where the lively stones of God are set on the building. It feels good to gather with a house of believers who serve a living God. When the office received the call and the invitation to come celebrate with this assembly, and particularly with my big brother for his birthday, how could I turn down the opportunity to celebrate life? If the Lord had called him home, I would have showed up because he was gone. How much more should we gather together to celebrate because he's still here? Fields, I salute you in the name of the Lord. The grace and the peace of God be upon you. The Lord grant you longevity. The Lord grant you eyes to see, ears to hear what the Holy Spirit is saying to the church. Celebrate the man of God and give God thanks for him. I want to salute the elect lady of the house. Lady Melissa, we salute you in the name of the Lord. The grace and the peace of God be upon you as well. The twain are one flesh. What is his is hers and what is hers is his. They took me in Bishop's office and I walked in to the restroom and I saw a mask with gold butterflies all on it. 
I said, I know that ain't his. His office is her office. And I'm thankful to the Lord for the ability of them to work together and to lead God's people. It is a challenge. During this pandemic, I was praying and I asked the Lord, why would you call me to minister during these times? Why couldn't I have been born in the first century of the church? Why couldn't I have been born during the great revival? And the Lord took me to the book of Matthew and he began to teach me about the 11th hour. Church, we're in the 11th hour. The challenge is most people, the closer it gets to them being off, the less they work. If you work nine to five, by four o'clock, you done checked out already. You work midnight to eight, 6.30, 7 o'clock. All of this gonna be for the next shift. For many people, they teach you, if you're going to have a meeting, do it before noon. Because after lunch, people are there in body, but they're not there in mind. And if I'm working 9 to 5, don't you call a 415 meeting. The challenge is the Lord has called us to work in his vineyard. And it's the 11th hour. But we cannot afford to do like we do in the corporate world. We have to be diligent until our shift is up. You must be faithful to the end. You must work while it's day for the night coming. I want to talk to an aging generation real quick. Don't you dare start making comments. I'm going to just let them have it. These young folk don't want the old folk no way. He called you to work even in the 11th hour. called you be thou faithful unto death you have an obligation to work at the capacity that God has given you no if you're 85 you can't do what you used to do at 55 we understand that but there is still a place in the body for you to work Amen. 
I understand my grandfather is 93. My grandfather said to me not too long ago, he said, I called Bob and Bob ain't doing too good. He said, I called Nuttall and he having some challenges too. He said, I talked to Bob and Bob didn't even know who I was. He said, Bob got that thing. And I say, that thing? He said, yeah, Bob got that thing. He said, four of my friends got that thing. I said, what thing? He said, that thing that, that thing that, that thing that you can't, it make you not remember. He said, they say I got it, but I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> My grandfather still walks every morning two miles a day at 93 and as the patriarch of the family he still gives direction and order from the seat of leadership in the family Back home, today is family and friends day at my grandfather's church. He called the whole family and said, all y'all my friends and all y'all my family show up at church. Some of my cousins ain't been to church in years. Granddaddies, they come to church. They all going to church. The point I'm making is even in your older years, you still have to work in the 11th hour. Why? Because somebody will be saved even in the 11th hour. You might not be able to go overseas and win the world, but win your family. I would hate to be a preacher that saves the world and lost my family. Get your family saved. Talk to your grandchildren. Pray with them. Since the pandemic, we haven't had regular service throughout the week at our church. Monday nights used to be prayer, um, prayer meeting at our church. Well, my family decided that we would keep our bubble small. And on Monday nights, we went over my brother-in-law and my sister's house in their basement, and we would have Monday night prayer. I've seen and heard God do some things in family prayer. seen God move I've seen the Holy Ghost move on another generation my seven-year-old nieces just laid out in the floor just drunk power of God y'all y'all you could have bought me for a nickel she was in the floor just <laughs> 
I was standing there. And I kept saying, man, I wish my grandmother was alive. Growing up in our family, my grandmother, she was the first one filled with the Holy Ghost in our family. And whenever somebody in the family got the Holy Ghost, it was a big deal to go tell grandma you got it. And if grandma heard you speak, and if grandma said, mm-hmm, that's it. One of my sisters got the Holy Ghost after my grandmother died, and I said, Grandma didn't verify your Holy Ghost. And we were teasing, but I was sitting there saying, man, if Estelle Hollis could see that another generation is born with the Holy Ghost. fourth generation now knows what it means we noticed that the German shepherd would get quiet when God start moving in the house my brother said to me he said have you noticed when God really get to move it the dog get quiet He said, the dog just go over and sit, huh? They recognize God before some of us do. And so I want to encourage in this 11th hour, let's please get your family in the ark. It's about to rain, saints. It's about to rain. Thank you for allowing me to share that and taking up time. Let's go. Uh, Second Chronicles chapter number 16. Second Chronicles chapter number 16. I'll begin reading at verse number 7. Brother Sound Engineer, can I ask that you give me a little bit more right in the monitors right here or flanking me on either side? I'd appreciate that. Thank you. Second Chronicles, chapter number 16. I'll begin reading at verse number 7. I'm reading out of what is known as the authorized version. We also call it the King James. And at that time, Hanani, the seer, came to Asa, king of Judah, and said unto him, Because thou hast relied on the king of Syria, and not relied on the Lord thy God, therefore is the host of the king of Syria escaped out of thine hand. Were not the Ethiopians and the Lubims a huge host? with very many chariots and horsemen, yet because thou didst rely on the Lord, he delivered them into thine hand. 
For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro through the whole earth to show himself strong in the behalf of them whose heart is perfect toward him. Herein thou hast done foolishly. Therefore, from henceforth thou shalt have wars. Then Asa was wroth with the seer and put him in a prison house. For he was in a rage with him because of this thing. And Asa oppressed some of the people at the same time. Were not the Ethiopians and the Luvims a huge host with very many chariots and horsemen? Yet because thou didst rely on the Lord, he delivered them into thine hand. Father, I thank you for the Holy Scriptures that we just read. Now I ask that you would open the eyes of our understanding. Count me worthy to stand behind the sacred desk as an ambassador for the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, let my tongue be like the pen of a ready writer. Let me see like a seer and speak as an oracle of God. This morning I'm asking you while I'm preaching, heal somebody while I'm preaching and they believe filled with the Holy Ghost let the light of the glorious gospel pierce the darkness of someone's heart turn them from wrong to right baptizing them in water in the name of Jesus filling them full of your spirit Lord anoint me afresh and give us ears to hear what the Holy Spirit is saying to the church in Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. Were not the Ethiopians and the Lubims a huge host with very many chariots and horsemen? Yet, because thou didst rely on the Lord, he delivered them into thy hand. For a few moments, out of the word of the Lord, I'd like to minister to you five words. But I can only give you two of them. You have to finish the rest. My subject this morning is I rely. I rely. The word of the Lord is ministered out of a book known to us as Chronicles. Chronicles, um, in studies you'll find that it is known as the Paraliponia. We call it the Paraliponia because it literally means the omitted things that have been added. The omitted things that have been added. When you read Chronicles, if you've already read Kings, it looks like someone just cut and paste and placed it in a different book. It looked like somebody Xeroxed and just put it in a new book. Because what you read in the Kings are actually written in the Chronicles many times verbatim. 
A chapter in the Chronicles, you can find the exact chapter in the Kings. So why write two books with the same chapters? It is because the Kings only gives you a uh, macro view, an overview, a large view. But the King, the Chronicles gives you not only the macro view, but it gives you the micro view. It gives you details. What the Kings leaves out, the Chronicles gives you more information. So whereas the Kings would have a chapter, the Chronicles has a chapter, but then the Kings tells you, are not the rest of the deeds done, are they not written in the Chronicles? The Chronicles gives you more detailed information, so therefore we, we call it a supplemental book. It gives you supplement, it gives you additive, it gives you what's been omitted in the Kings. When you look at Chronicles, you'll see that it is first a book of history. It contains the sacred history by genealogies from creation all the way down to David. And it also includes the reign, the 40 years that David reigned as king. The second book of Chronicles contains the story of the history of the kings of Judah. Not necessarily the kings of Israel, but the kings of Judah down to the return of their captivity. Uh, history says it's somewhere between uh, 970 B.C. to about the 500s B.C. I laugh because now when we use the term B.C., uh, for many people it means before COVID, not before Christ. So much has changed after COVID that we now respond to life or we put a pin um, uh, we pinhole now our experiences based on what we did before COVID versus after COVID. It's almost like 9-11. Uh, there were some things that changed uh, in the airlines and how we travel since 9-11. There, there was a time, anybody remember when somebody was flying that you could walk with them all the way to the, air, to the airplane? Actually, uh, anybody remember that you could actually walk on the plane with people, help them get their seats as long as you were off the plane before they closed and made the final call? That's a thing of the past now. Um, and so we earmark uh, our experiences by major events. Well, uh, 970 B.C. Uh, to the 500s B.C., is the time frame of the Chronicles. It is written by a gentleman by the name of Ezra. It is compiled uh, by Ezra the scribe. When you look at the, the Chronicles and the happenings of the days, you'll see that the Chronicles are referred, they're referenced several times. 32 times they're referenced in the Kings. The Kings references the Chronicles. Twice we see it in Esther, in Esther chapter 6 and in Esther chapter 10 where Esther uh, gives reference to the Chronicles. 
Even in 1 Chronicles, you'll see the second Chronicles are referenced about chapter number 27, verse 24. And then in Nehemiah, even chapter number 12, you'll see that Nehemiah references the Chronicles. These are books that were not just shelved. They were actually read, studied, and believed. Well, when we arrive at the 16th chapter of the book of 2 Chronicles, we see there is a king now by the name of Asa. The name Asa by definition means uncertain. Uncertain. Not sure. Uncertain. Almost there, not there. Uncertain. Mm, don't know how I feel, but yet I'm strong. I don't feel that, but I'm uncertain about what I really do feel. Uh, uncertain. Uh, uh, I'll live with you, but I won't marry you because I'm uncertain. Uh, 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 I'll do it, but don't put me down just in case I change my mind because I'm uncertain. Uh, 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 I want the position, but I don't want to be accountable. Uncertain. Uh, I like the title, but I don't really want to do the job. Uncertain. The Bible says his name was Asa. It is this gentleman, according to the scripture, that he was the third king of Judah after the division. After the split, he is known as the third king of Judah. When you start reading about him in chapter number 14, you'll see that Asa started a revival. The Bible says he took away the altars of the strange gods. I'm always fascinated when the Bible starts using the word strange. That which is out of order from God, that which deviates uh, the plan of God, that which circumvents what God had purposed originally. Strange. Uh, uh, when you worship a God who is not the one true and living God, God calls it a strange God. Oh, oh, when you go after a woman that takes you from the purpose and design of God for your life, God calls her a strange woman. When you offer sacrifice ah, that is not sanctified or holy and it is polluted, God calls it strange fire. The Bible says that Asa took down strange gods. The Bible says he broke down graven images. The Bible says he cut down the groves. The Bible even says he commanded Judah to seek the Lord. The Bible says that he commanded Judah uh, to do the law and the commandments. And, and then Asa even took down his mother who was queen because she started serving strange gods. It is this Asa, the Bible says that the Ethiopians, <laughs> ah, those of Ethiopia by the hundreds of thousands, the Bible uses the term thousand of thousands, <laughs> by the thousand of thousands they arrayed themselves against Asa. <laughs> Asa is a young leader. <laughs> Asa, remember, he's the third of Judah. <laughs> the Bible says Asa 
doesn't have the finances and the wealth. He doesn't have all the resources that other leaders would have because he's just starting. The Bible says that the Ethiopians come out. Ah, footsmen alone and chariots and then horsemen. And they've aligned themselves against Asa. And Asa is waiting on a word from God. Asa starts praying and Asa says, God, with you, there is no big deal of causing us to have victory. He said, whether our enemy be small or our enemy with great, with God, it ain't a big deal. A nation is but a drop in the bucket with God. The Bible says, Asa says, oh God, help us. He says, God, we need your help. We're outnumbered. Oh, we're a small group. We are Judah. We are the two. We are the two and a half. Israel is the nine and a half. God, we need your help. We can't make it without you. We're not as big as other people. We don't have other people's resources. God, if you're going to help us, our enemy is going to swallow us up. The Bible says, and while Asa was praying, God sends a man of God. The Bible says Azariah comes in. His name means Jehovah is my help. Azariah shows up and says, thus saith the Lord. Now, I was fascinated when I read this because I was waiting. Uh, Mr. Young, I was waiting on God to speak to Asa what he spoke too. Oh, the man that the scripture refers to him as Moses' minister, Joshua. I wanted, I'm waiting, I'm looking, I'm anticipating. I want God to say, as I was with Moses, so will I be with you. I'm just waiting on God to say, oh, this battle is not yours, it's the Lord. I'm waiting on God to say every place the sole of your foot shall tread. I've given it to you. But to my surprise, 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 when I start reading the scripture, Azariah says, the Lord is with you as long as you're with him. That ain't the prophecy I was waiting on. God says, if you seek me, you will find me. But if you forsake me, I'll forsake you. Woo! That don't sound like this battle is not yours, it's the Lord's. That don't sound like wherever the sole of your foot touch, I've given it to you. God says, I'm with you as long as you're with me. God says, if you seek me, you're going to find me. But if you forsake me, I'll leave you here right by yourself. Church, not only does Azariah say that, Azariah says, be ye strong. God says, don't let your hand be weak. God says, stick to your job because your work will be rewarded. Why does God start speaking these words? Because he knows the makeup of Asa. He's uncertain. 
God knows how he's calibrated. God knows how he's wired and his makeup. God knows that he's in it while he's in it, but when he ain't, he out of here. Church of the living God. Oh, somebody asked me, will church ever return? Will convocation ever return? Will we go back to mass services? I said, sure. Ha. Ah, they say, you sure? Ha. I said, history taught us. Ha. Look at the 1920s. Ha. Ah, when they had the flu and had to wear the mask. Ha. Look what happened in the roaring 20s. Ha. Economy went back. Ha. It crashed at the end. Ha. Oh, but economy went back. Ha. Major gatherings start happening. Ha. I said, let me help you. Ha. People return to what they love. I said when the mall was closed, when they opened the mall again, all shopping lovers went back to shopping. I drove past the AMC theater the other day and the parking lot, I don't go to the movies, but the parking lot was full. All the movie lovers, even though they got Hulu, even though they got Roku, even though they got all types of streaming devices, people that like the movies, when the theater opened, went right back to the movies. Ah, church, you know who come in the church? The people that love church. Oh, church of the living God. The folk that love to gather together with other believers. When the doors open up, they're coming back to the house of God. Church, God knew Asa's makeup. And the Bible says that God, God sent so much hate help to little Judah. Ha, that little Judah sent the nation of Ethiopia running. Ha, the Bible says Ethiopia fled ha, and Judah pursued them. Ha, the Bible says the Ethiopians left their gold and silver. Ha, they left their shields and their bucklers. They left their spears. Ha, and Judah collected everything they left it. Ha, everything they left, Judah collected it. Ha, the scripture says that they left and scattered and God used Judah the scripture uses the term defeated and destroyed the Ethiopians well the Bible says that there Judah had help from God the Bible says Asa made Judah swear unto the Lord with a loud voice and make an open confession that they would serve the Lord. The Bible says, but then in chapter number 15, the scripture says it has been 10 years. God gave Judah 10 years of rest. 10 years, God let Judah ha, build all the walls that had been torn down. Ha, 10 years, God gave Judah ha, the opportunity to fence in all the pastures ha, ah, where the fences had been burned and destroyed. Ha, they built up the walls of the city. They 
fortified for 10 years. Ha. God let no war break out. For 10 years, God gave them peace. Ha. And God said during this time of peace ha, is when you build. Ha, you do what I told you to do. The vision I gave you ha, is the vision you accomplish. Ha, the Bible says that after 10 years, Keto Shama, ha, Israel rises up against Judah. Wait a minute. Ha, Israel, that's Judah's brother. Ha, why would the saints rise up against saints? Ha, why would the godly rise up against godly? Ha, we should be fighting the ungodly. Ha, we fight the enemy of the cross. Ha, we fight the enemy of our soul. Ha, we don't fight each other. Ha, the Bible says Israel rises up. Ha, they've got an ungodly leader. Ha. And now the Bible says Israel comes and besieges Judah. Ha. Israel comes and puts sanctions on Judah. Ha. Israel keeps Judah from getting commerce ha. in or out. Ha. Judah seems to be waning ha. because they can't get goods and produce ha. into the city because Israel has surrounded them and besieged them. Ha. Ha. Ten years, ha. Judah has had no war. Pero shama. And now fighting has arisen. Ha. The last war they had was with the Ethiopians. Ha. And God gave them victory and multiplied their finances. Ha. Oh, the treasury ha. Ah, looked better than it had ever looked before. Ha. Ah, things that they desired to do, they were able to do now. Ha. And now there seems to be an embargo. Ha. There seems to be an impact. Ha. The Bible says that they're Asa. Ha. Asa says, I tell you what I will do. Ha. Asa says, I'm going to call my ungodly cousins. Ha. I'm going to call the Syrians. Ha. And I'm going to take money out of the treasury of the Lord. Ha. I'm going to take money out of the finances of the house of God. Ha, and I'm going to give gold and silver to my ungodly cousin. Ha, and I'm going to tell my ungodly cousin to come and fight my brother. Ha, I can't fight my brother because I got to look like my hands are clean. Ha, oh, church of the living God. Ha, oh, you might not be the trigger man. Ha, but God going to get you because you called the shot. Oh, church of the living God. Oh, you don't say nothing in the business meeting. But you got a meeting after the meeting. And God was sitting in your meeting too. Church of the living God. Oh, you don't say nothing publicly. Oh, but you go home and you scheme, you plot, and you plan. God said, I saw it, what you did. And Asa paid. Ha, he gave gold and silver to Syria. Yes, God. Ha, and he told Syria, I want you to fight against Israel. 
And while you're fighting against Israel, it will divert them. And I will be able to then go in and out. And I will make more impasse, more impact versus Israel making an impasse. The Bible says in there, Asa plan worked. Asa's plan was successful. He gave the money to Syria. Syria comes and attacks Israel. Israel then leaves off building Ramath, which was an embargo place. And there when they left and Israel start fighting Syria, the Bible says that there Judah then is able to go and to fulfill the plan of Asa. When they finish their plan, church, oh, some people think that their plan worked. Oh, but let me help you. Oh, you might have got by, but you didn't get away. Because the eyes of the Lord are in every place. And he beholds the evil and the good. The Bible says that now. Now Asa is celebrating. Asa celebrating because what he plotted worked. His hands look clean. But God sent a seer, a man of God. God sent a man of God by the name of Hanani. The name Hanani means, and the Lord is gracious. Oh, church. The gracious God that we serve ha, sends a man of God by the name of Hanani. Ha, Hanani walks to Asa ha, and Hanani says, ha, were not the Ethiopians ha, and were not Libya, ha, were not the Ethiopians and the Lubums greater, ha, were not the Ethiopians of a more mass size than Israel? And when you, oh, when your chips were down, and you were a small nation with little resources, and when you only had been in leadership for a few months, did not I deliver the Ethiopians into your hand? You cried out for help, and God said, I helped you. God said I was there when everybody was against you. God said I was there when nobody believed in you. God said I was there when they questioned whether you were qualified. God said I was there when they questioned whether you had the capability. Church of the living God. Hey, Shema. all Shema. God says, ha, through the mouth of Hanani, ha, ha, when you were small, ha, you relied on me. Ha, but now that you got money in the treasury, ha, now that you've been in leadership ha, for some years now, ha, instead of seeking me for direction, ha, you made this decision on your own, Hotomo Shia. And God says, what you got is all you gonna get. God says, because you relied 
on Syria. That's all you gonna get is what Syria had. God said, but if you had relied on the Lord, God said I had some stuff that you didn't even know I had for you. My assignment is to speak to this house and to say to all of you under the sound of my voice when you were in the middle of COVID in the beginning of COVID you shut the door stayed in the house you anointed everybody with oil Ah, you wore your mask. Ha. You wiped down everything from the grocery store. Ha. You sprayed Lysol in every room. Ha. You ate elderberry, zinc, vitamin C. Ha. Oh, but you prayed every morning. Ha. Cover my house, God. Ha. Cover my family. Ha. Cover my children. Ha. Heal my body. Ha. Church. Ha of the living God ha, when there was no vaccine ha, all you had ha, was help from the Lord ha. you said I need thee ha. oh I need thee ha. every hour ha, I need thee ha. oh bless me now ha. my savior ha. I come to thee ha. in the beginning of the pandemic ha. Ah, when they called prayer, ha, you were on conference call prayer. Ha, you were on Zoom call prayer. Ha, you were on midnight prayer. Ha, you were asking God, ha, let the death angel ha, pass over my house. Ha, church of the living God. Ha, we went through 2020. Ha, we went through 2021. Ha, and all of a sudden, ha, Vaccines come out. Ha. You got one dose, second dose. Ha. You got booster. Ha. Some of you started with Johnson and Johnson. Ha. One and done. Ha. Then you found out you needed another one. Ha. Oh, Church of the Living God. Ha. Ha. You realized ha, that you could still make money ha, during a pandemic. Ha. You realize ha, some of y'all start applying for new jobs, ha, got better jobs ha, during a pandemic. Ha. Some of y'all built houses ha, during a pandemic. Ha. Some of you got new cars. Ha. Come on, stimulus check. Ha. During a pandemic. Ha. And all of a sudden, ha, you start making decisions. Ha. Well, I think I'm going to do this. Ha. I think I'm going to do that. Ha. I think we're going to go here. Ha. I think we're going to go there. Ha. You learned how to celebrate birthday parties ha. without having crowds. Ha. You did yard signage. Ha. Happy birthday. Ha. We learned everybody in the neighborhood. Ha. Birthday and anniversary. Ha. Yard signs. Ha. Happy anniversary. Ha. Happy birthday. Ha. It's a boy. Ha. It's a girl. Ha. Church. Ha. Oh, but now. Ha. Now that they got the pill. Ha. That if you catch COVID. Ha. If you take the pill. Ha. It should recover you. Ha. In the beginning. Ha. 
when you had no other option. God was your option. When you had no other choice. God was your choice. When you had no other recognizance. God was your recompense. Oh, but now you're back to what was in your heart in the beginning. God is just an additive. I go to him if I can't do it by myself. But God says, I was looking for a people that would acknowledge me in all their ways. God said, I wanted somebody that prayed about everything. The Bible says, God says to Asa, all you're going to get is what you got because you did it your way. God said when you rely on the arms of flesh, you're only going to get what flesh can deliver. But if you trust in the living God, God said I will do exceeding abundantly above all you could ask or think my assignment was to give you five words but I can only start your sentence I gave you two of the five I rely you have to finish it as for me and my house I rely on the Lord but I don't know who you rely on so I can't speak for you but I need you to testify to somebody say I rely some of y'all ain't talking I know you're behind your mask but raise your voice tell somebody say I rely now finish your statement on the Lord I'm here today because if it had not been for the Lord who was on my side, I didn't catch COVID because I was so careful. I don't know who was sitting next to me. I don't know who I passed in the grocery store. I don't know who had it in the last service I've been to, but I can testify. Hitherto hath the Lord helped me. I am what I am by the grace of God. Church, I rely on the Lord. I rely on the Lord. I rely on the Lord. Tell your neighbor. Say some trust in horses, some trust in chariots, but I, I rely on the Lord. Bishop, after 10 years, don't let them put you in a trick bag. Take everything to God. Pray about everything. 
seek God's face. Don't trust in people. People are here today and they'll leave you tonight. But if God be for you, he's more than the world against you. Church of the living God. Others fall, but we stand because we rely on the Lord. your neighbor say my name is not Asa I am not uncertain I know in whom I believe I am confident of this very thing that he who had begun a good work in me He's begun a good work, and he will perform it. The devil is a liar. Satan, the Lord, rebuke you. The hand of God binds you. I plead the blood of Jesus. I rely yes I lost loved ones I lost some people real close to me I cried these last two years I've had mental pressure these last two years it affected my sleep over soul. But God reminded me, why aren't you sleeping? He said, I give my beloved sleep. Aren't you in the beloved? I said, yes, Lord. He said, then go to sleep. I rely on the Lord. This one lady tried to scare me. She said, if I were you, I wouldn't take that vaccination. They say it's poison in it. I said, we got scripture for that. If we take up any deadly thing, it shall not hurt us. to God in prayer and I said God I got two questions I said one should I take the vaccine and if so when he said yes and he gave me a date I told my family I said I'm going to take the vaccine but not until after this date my sister's a nurse practitioner. 
she signed all of us up. She said, we're going to take your word for the whole family's work. You should have seen us. The whole family was lined up. We called Bishop. Bishop prayed over us before we went and got our shot. days later my cousin on the other side of the family he called me he said hey cuz y'all get y'all shots I said yeah he said how y'all do I said man no side effects I said the only thing I had was a, a little soreness where they I said but I had no side effects he said, what about Aunt Jane, my mother? I said, no side effects. He said, what about granddaddy? I said, no side effects. He said, man, I need to get saved. I said, why you say that? He said, I had every side effect listed. I said, if that's what it takes for you to get saved, come on and get saved. learned everything I do in word or deed. I do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus. Ha! When that nurse stuck me, ha! I said in Jesus name. You call me crazy, ha! but my hope is built ha! on nothing less than Jesus' blood. His righteousness. Church of the living God. Some of you chose God as an option when you had no other option. Are you still on Team Jesus? When the storm passes over. Some of you are with God when everything else fails. falls out but do you choose God when you're on the mountain of your life God told Asa I'm with you as long as you're with me but the day you forsake me I will forsake you Some of you are hanging around because this thing ain't gone yet. But what happens when life goes back to normal, whatever normalcy is for you? 
will you still seek God? Will you still pray? Oh, during the height of COVID, you was fasting. Because you had nowhere to go eat. All your little favorite restaurants were closed. And after a while, you get tired of DoorDash paying $30 for a $6 burger. God says, I'm looking for somebody who chooses me even when you could have made another choice. I'm looking for somebody who acknowledges me about everything. I'm looking for somebody who prays about everything. Don't you dare start making decisions in life talking about, oh, that's a given. Don't you dare take a job talking about, that's a no-brainer. You don't know what tomorrow will hold. Don't you dare just pick a spouse for today. You got to live with them tomorrow. And only God knows what is in the heart of a person. I need thee, oh I need thee. Every hour, I need thee. My assignment this morning was to give you five words, but I could only start out two for you. I realize you have to finish the sentence. I can only start two words. I realize where is your confidence during these last two years the Lord kept sending me to research the word confidence assurance it kept sending me to search those words out I'm asking you would your name be Asa would you live your life uncertain or will you trust in the living God One person told me, they said, I ain't going to doctors. I said, that's your choice. I said, but Jesus said, they that are whole need not a physician, but those that are sick do. I pray about everything. Before I go to the doctor, I pray. Before I take my vitamins, I pray. Before I eat my food, I pray. And I don't sneak and pray. 
I don't act like I'm wiping my eyes and really praying. No. I ain't intimidated. I know where my help comes from. My Savior. I come. Everybody lift your voice and say, I need the oil. I need thee. Talk to God every hour. I need thee. Oh, bless me now. What am I? you to not just sing it out of your lips let it come from your heart I need I want everyone in this house to take this moment and for many of us it's a moment that you will have to repent it is a moment that you will have to acknowledge that within the last two years there are some decisions you made that God wasn't in Some of you need to repent that in the last two years you followed what other people said versus what the word of the Lord said. In the last two years, some of you chose your emotions over the word of God. Well, this is just how I feel. What did the word say? Would you pray about that? Some stuff, if you just, when people come to you with ideas, just ask, did you pray about that? If they are truth-telling saints, they'll either say yes or no. You can tell when people didn't pray. You say, did you pray about that? Well, see, what I feel, that ain't what I asked you. I asked, did you pray? What did the Lord say? When I was in college, my pastor in college would ask me that frequently. David, what is the Lord saying? I was 18 years old and he was asking me, what did the Lord say? I don't know. 
what it made me do it made me go to God and say what are you saying I'm very thankful to God the late Bishop Norman Wagner he would frequently ask me David what is the Lord saying he'd stop preaching in the middle of service and say what is the Lord saying you couldn't just pull nothing out the hat you had to say what God said saints I'm asking you in this last day what is the Lord saying do you know his word are you coming up with stuff that sound deep but has no validity what is the Lord saying I want you to take this moment and normally we lay hands on you and we pray for you but today I want you to lay hands on yourself now I want you to lay hands where you need the most help some of you you're thinking you need to lay hands on your head your thinking just gets you in trouble the Bible says the very thoughts of foolishness is sin some of you your mind your mind creates images that not even there your creativity takes you places that you shouldn't have been trafficking in some of you you need to lay hands on your mouth because your mouth has caused your flesh to sin you didn't said some things got you in trouble with God some of you need to lay hands on your belly the seat of your affections your emotions because you always in your feelings some of you you need to lay hands on your heart because your heart keeps deceiving you some of y'all need to reach all the way down and touch your toes because your feet keep taking you places you ain't got no business going Now, some of y'all sitting there saying, I only got two hands. I need to touch everything. You got to prioritize. You only got two hands. Put one on your feet, one on your head, and say, cover all spaces, Lord. Even those of you watching by digital platforms, whatever digital platform you're watching by, I want you to to begin to pray this prayer. I want you to repent and I want you to ask God for help. When Asa prayed for help, God spoke so thunderously to him that even the large amount of Ethiopians and Lubims were not able to defeat him. Those of you watching by digital platforms, those of you that might not be watching live, and you're going to watch this in days to come, this word is still alive days later. I speak to all of you that are present and in person. It's time for you to repent. It's time for you to tell God, not only am I sorry, but I was wrong, and I ain't going in that direction no more. The thing I love about Moses is that when anybody gave him a suggestion, he took it to God. 
Read Deuteronomy chapter number one. It was not Moses' idea to send spies into the land. The Bible says the elders of Israel came to Moses and said, can we send spies into the land? Moses took the suggestion to God and God said, choose 12, one from every tribe, write their names down. I like it because God's into accountability. When Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, gave him a suggestion on how to judge the people, Moses took the idea to God. It's nothing wrong with receiving suggestions. Just take it to God. And if God says no, no. And if people rise up against you, if he be for you, he's more than the world against you. You're about to pray. Right there in your living room. Right at the breakfast nook. Right there, you're about to pray in your office. Watching this while you're on the train, you're about to pray. Those of you in person, you're about to pray. Prioritize that place. Lay hands on it now. Start talking to God right where you are. Start talking to God right where you are. Start talking to God right where you are. Tell God, I repent. I repent. I said some stuff in my feelings. I repent. I was angry and hurt when I said it, I repent. I made some decisions, I repent. I didn't check in with God, I repent. Come on, talk to God. Come on, saints. Repentance is not just for the sinner man outside. Repentance is for the house too. I repent, Lord. I repent. I turn. Create in me a clean heart. Renew within me a right spirit. God, I repent. We, your people, have sinned against you, O oh Lord. But God, if you would be gracious unto us, be merciful unto us. You've been kind these last two years. God, show your hand in our lives. Show your power. Show your might. Thank you, God for keeping us when we didn't believe. Oh God, thank you for keeping us when we were afraid. But from this day forward, we will not fear. Oh, Shema, this day forward, we will trust in the living God. Oh God, we come to thee. Have mercy on us. Cleanse us and wash us. Make us whole. Put us back together. Oh, God. We stand on your word today. We believe you for it. We give you great thanks. In Jesus' name. Somebody clap your hands and give him praise. Somebody thank him for his grace. Oh. Somebody thank him for his mercy. 
Somebody thank him for another chance. I'm past the second chance. I thank him for another chance. Hey! Lord, I come. Give him the best hand clap you've given him all day. Make sure that's the best you've given him all day. We're on our way home. Put all your energy in that one. Oh! Hey, cool. Hallelujah. Do me a favor. Tell your neighbor, say, scoot over a little bit. Say, you're supposed to give me six feet anyway. Say, I need some room to bless him. I need to wave freely. I need to clap a big clap. If you got some good knees, I need you to take a leap. If you ain't dancing a while, hey, shama. I need you to praise him in a dance. But I'm asking everything that got breath, give God praise right now. Oh. Unto thee, O oh Lord, do I give the thanks. Unto thee, O oh Lord, do I give the praise. For your name is Christ. And he's worthy. I said he's worthy. Remember what you told him. When you were stuck in the house. You made a promise. If I just get back to church. I'm going to praise him every time I can. Church of the living God. Tell three people around you, I rely, I rely, I rely. Make sure you finish that statement on the law. Woo! I rely on the law. Don't be scared. Thank you, sir. My God today. Come on for a few seconds. Everybody clap your hands. Everybody clap your hands. Open your mouth. I 
Somebody asks you how was church? Just walk in your house and say, I Those of you that don't have the pleasure of working from home, if you got to go to work tomorrow, walk in that office and say, On the Lord. Anybody ever had praise and worship in your car? Anybody ever been on the beltway? And you didn't even realize you were doing it till somebody pulled up next to you? And some of y'all say, This guy pull up next to me in a Mustang canary yellow rims dual exhaust dual chrome exhaust in the back and he was bumping something and I realized his music was louder than mine I let my sunroof back I let all four windows down I hit my bass turned up my gospel pulled up next to him so he could see me today on your way home when you leave this church I want you to drive home singing Saints of God. 
If you get a if you get a ba- a bill in the mail this week, I dare you to sing to that bill. I rely. If you get a cramp in your leg at two in the morning, lay hands on your leg and say, I rely on the law. Church of the living God. Some of you parents, call your grown children today and tell them I rely on the law. Say you won't listen to me, but you gonna listen to the law. Them children that you brought to church that don't come no more, you did your part. You put it in them. And God said it wouldn't depart. Tell them I rely on the law. I rely. I rely. I rely. I rely. I rely. On the law. On the law. Church. My God from Zion. My God, today. God, we ain't looking for tomorrow. We looking for you to do some stuff today. God's going to do some stuff today. My God, today, God. What am I? Today, God. Show yourself strong today. Today, God, can somebody agree with me? Say, today, God, do some stuff today, God. Deliver today, God. Heal today. Today, God. don't want you to forget God told Asa because you relied on Syria that's all you're gonna get but if you had relied on the Lord you would have got more than what you had tell your neighbor say all I got ain't all I'm gonna get say all I got ain't all I'm gonna get God got some more stuff for me. God got some more blessings for me. My blessing days ain't over. My miracle days ain't over. I rely on the law. Church, my assignment was to give you five words. 
but I could only lead you into two. You had to finish the rest of the sentence. I don't know who you trust in, but I rely on the Lord. Church, If you knew what he brought me through, if you knew what he healed me from, if you knew the depression he took off of me, if you knew how he spoke to me at two o'clock in the morning, Oh, Jesus. If you only knew how he delivered me. If you can testify, tell somebody, say, I ain't the same person I was two years ago. Faith has grown. My knowledge of the word has grown. My prayer life has grown. My discernment is sharper. I'm not the same guy. I've learned to make God my option. I pray about everything. People call me, and as they get through talking, I say, let's pray. Two things happen. Either they're going to stop calling you, because they know you're going to pray, or God's going to answer because two are agreeing touching anything. The late Bishop James Johnson, Bishop James Edison Tyson. Bishop Tyson was a praying man. And anytime you went in his office, the first thing he said is, let's pray. Let us pray. Sometimes you didn't want to go in the office because you know, before you could get your request in, he was going to pray. When you got called into the office, you knew you if it was in trouble, it was the moment you opened the door, he said, come, let's pray. Usually you were in trouble. But prayer, it tells God, I don't want to make a decision without you. Today, if you're not saved, we use the word saved because it's biblical, not just churchy. We don't just say give your life to Christ. We use the word saved because it's biblical. By grace are you saved. There's no other name under heaven given amongst men whereby you must be saved. Water does now save us. 
today if you want to be saved. That word means rescued. It means delivered. If you want to be saved, don't be nervous, don't be intimidated. Get up out that pew, walk down that aisle, get to this altar and say, I want to be saved. Those of you watching by digital platforms, you too can be saved. You can get saved. Don't let nobody talk you out of this moment, not even yourself. Don't talk yourself out of this moment. Come on, if you want to be saved. These men are standing. I want you to praise God that men are standing. Touch. Everybody say, Spirit, Spirit, Spirit of the living God. Touch me one more time. the altar workers or the ministers whatever the protocol is for ministering to people let's make sure we minister to these young men touch me you for coming come on give God praise as she comes give God praise as the young man comes
God bless you. Pastor Fields here, and I want to share my joy with you. I am joyful. I am glad always to be able to worship with you Sunday after Sunday. Many of you have faithfully connected with us. Lady Fields and I talk about it always, how the people of God all over this world are taking the time to connect with Greater Refuge Temple here in our nation's capital. In our virtual sanctuary, worshiping God, praising Him in the beauty of holiness. And we'd like you to continue to connect with us. I believe God has something just for you. This is the church that's been chosen by Jesus Christ for the blessings of multitudes. And we intend to fulfill that mandate, preaching and teaching and ministering the gospel of Jesus Christ. Won't you continue to join us? If you don't have a church home, why don't you make Greater Refuge Temple your church home? Send in a request for membership or baptism or prayer. Whatever it is that you need, we're here to serve you. Admin at grtdc.org. The Lord bless you and keep you, and we look forward to fellowshipping with you on next week. Shalom, shalom.